Hey, everyone in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle up. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen. Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Auburn wins. This could be a sentence that a month ago would sound incomprehensible. From 31 yards, McPherson and Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl. He called it again, I'm sure. He walked up and he goes, can you believe, coach? We're going to the Super Bowl. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Huddle Up Podcast. We are live. It is Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023. We are glad to be back with you as we close the book on the college football season. We close the book on the NFL regular season. The playoffs set to get underway this weekend. We hope you are doing well. Make sure you are following along with us on social media at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel as well. Make sure you are subscribed on all podcast platforms. We would certainly uh, appreciate that and rate and review us where you can. And uh, the full crew back together this week. Uh, back to a little bit more normal and some definite good news uh, after the uh, the weird week that was uh, last Tuesday night. So glad to be back with you, Ernest. Kyle and Matt. EJ, how are we doing this week? I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. That's right. You weren't with us last week. That's right. Good, good, good. Matt, how are you? Also wasn't here last week, so Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, despite us not getting a great college football playoff championship game, which we'll talk about. We're all... Still yeah. enjoyed the the ride that we got because the week before we got some two good semifinal games. So yeah. is what it is happens, but good football nonetheless was enjoyed in most of the bowl games, especially for sure. Me, Michigan lost, USC lost. Fuck both those teams. <laughs> wow, starting hot. All right, we love it. Kyle, how are you doing? Uh, listen, honor, joy, and privilege, gentlemen. I'm having a great time, and, and I'm I'm loving all these people who are trying to come out and hide all the horrible takes they made in 2022 by making takes entirely too early in 2023 not going to mention any names on this panel that may be participating in this act but bro i'm warning you now <laughs> tune in tomorrow <laughs> that would be the earnestly speaking podcast well, actually unfiltered tomorrow i, I got a, a idea i'm dropping tomorrow actually See, see what what EJ's trying to do is reminding reminding the world that you know sometimes filtering isn't a bad thing, 
There are two things off the Cigarettes sometimes are a little bit better filtered to keep you a bit healthier. And EJ's takes might need a little bit of filtration up in this memo. So you, you'll be okay. You're not gonna, you, you, you'll, oh, you'll be I'm all right, not going to the ish. You gave it to me as a preview, letting me know clearly I need to stay the hell away. So I'm good. Well, it's, well, it's one of the takes. You don't know the other four. I told you it's, it's five teams. Do, do I know? Do I, though? I don't know. <laughs> do everybody else go over to Ernest. Support your boy. Support your boy. Get him his clicks and let me know if he's worth mine. Support That's- your boy. <laughs> All right. Devin joining us. How's it going, Devin? Hope you're doing well. If you're with us live uh, and, and joining us throughout the uh, throughout the show, uh, let us uh, you know. Let us know how you're doing. Um, comment. Devin's and- doing very well. The Dolphins won that exciting, Yay. exciting <laughs> game against Joe Flacco well, and the Jets to sneak it's into sticks. the playoffs. Hey, and I appreciate be. you sending me a Dolphins gif right after the win, Devin. Like I was just hating on the team the entire year or something. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, well, hey, if if he he's trying to make it so you care, like that gif is the most we're going to talk about the Dolphins in the next two weeks, I'm sure. Unfortunately, we have to cover them because they made it to a game. There would be a brief discussion. Does that count as talking? Bills about? by 46. <laughs> <laughs> See, you talk about the Dolphins in this. That is a disgusting this, act. It's kind of cool. All our teams in the playoffs, though. It's kind of cool. Well, that's easy for you, uh, AJ. The commanders didn't make it, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad take the one. I, I said Neither did the Patriots. Nope. Chiefs got to know. Wow. Joe Buck yourself. Uh, man, <laughs> fucking Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll ruins everything. My Lions my Lions had it, but Pete Carroll ruins everything. Oh, so close. Fuck Sir, that guy. Your Lions may have taken a bite out of Aaron Rodgers' career. You did just fine. Hey, man. Who would have who thought that 48-45 affair in week, was week four, week five, that Seattle uh, beat Detroit would have been the the, the, the seven seed? Who would have thought it would have been my frisky Panthers that ruined, that ruined the Lions' party, oh, right? That's, that's, that, that's the game. Look, you can, you can go back to any of the losses. But but honestly, that week sixteen loss to Carolina, no business, no business losing that game, man. That that's that one. Was a disgusting. That that absolutely. That is a disgusting. Absolutely act. was. That's the one that the <laughs> that that the Lions, uh, that the Lions great, certainly certainly want back. Uh, no! for sure. Um, definitely not uh, not good. But speaking of things that are not good, speaking of some things that are good. Let's uh, let's kick off the show as we do. I don't mean to hijack the entire show, but in the spirit of how you and I handled it last week, um, I think good is very easily needing to be referred to as second good this week, right? Like, sure. Yes. Yes. This absolutely. Most definitely second good. Of course, all the um, the, the positive news with Demar Hamlin uh, now returning to Buffalo, still in a, a medical facility there, but. Um, you know, from where we were seven days ago to where we are today, uh, just absolutely incredible news. So continued, uh, absolutely continued good news and, and and healing for him and and all of that. So um, yeah, we will go second good, bad and ugly uh, this week. So Kyle, go ahead and lead us off. What was good from this past weekend? And listen, I'll bleed into this as well. Uh, kind of adding on to second good. I was at practices for the Hula Bowl here. Uh, this week in Orlando on the campus of uh, UCF at F- F- near FBC Mortgage Stadium. And the DeMar Hamlin shirts were still present on some of the NFL scouts. 
that were at those practices observing all the college all-stars, man. So, like, the, the fact that it's even seeping down into those levels, the support for DeMar Hamlin is just an amazing thing to see. Like, it's one thing to see it on TV, but it's another when I'm there in person and they're rocking those shirts like bosses. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I that, that was really awesome uh, to observe. But now getting getting a little less serious, my good, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater. So I'll go with this one because I will be one most capable of being objective on this front. I loved seeing proverbially Man Campbell take Aaron Rodgers' leg like a chicken wing and bite that entire kneecap off uh, by way of beating, beating the Packers to keep them out of the playoffs. And at the end of the day, listen, the Seahawks are a great story. I still don't think Geno gets the comeback player of the year. Uh, you'll definitely hear about that tomorrow night on the Student of the Game show. Bing! Uh, where our good friend Five for Fighting's Mark, Mike, Mike, blah, 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 Mike Bernier bing, comes on board uh, to do end of season awards. Probably be a separate episode that we'll also do that night. But nonetheless, uh, be very interesting to see if Geno Smith maintains as the comeback player of the year after getting in the main uh, uh, midseason. None of that will matter as the Niners will win. But, uh, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, we're all probably going to pick the Niners. Just throw that out there. It's I know EJ will with his Niner fan self. <laughs> That's yeah, good. That, that you is good. You ain't, you ain't lying. That is pretty much, uh, that is pretty much locked Neither in. He ain't lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt, what was your second good for the weekend? Um, I'm actually going to give a little bit of a shout out to EJ here, who has consistently mentioned don't bet against Mike Tomlin. And I will say that despite the Steelers not making it to the playoffs this season, you have to feel good about the Steelers if you're a fan of that team with the direction they're going. Um, it looks like uh, for now the, the losing season streak of Mike Tomlin is avoided for one more year. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like Pickett can be a good QB for that team. Uh, they have some good draft capital because of the poor trade by the Bears to give up the first overall pick in the second round for Chase Claypool. So they should be able to add some depth to that roster. So I think um, moving forward, looking ahead to our neighbors to the West for where Jim and I are, I think your football team should be in good spirits moving forward. I, I don't even know people appreciating, appreciating that, that whole streak, though. Like, oh, it's, oh. It's, it's it's amazing. I don't, I don't care. Oh, the Steelers, you should win all the time. No, no, no but it's no, like you don't. No, no, no. Cue up Morningstar, Jim. Here's the problem. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. I said start Kenny Pickett from week one. They should be in the playoffs. Oh, I agree with you. We were on the same page with that. I mean, you, we were saying it. Playoffs. You, you and I. Were... You don't get to do same page and like, you need to respect the streak. <laughs> still underperform. Oh, no, no, no. We agree on that. Dude, you and I were saying during the preseason, they should start picking. Why are you calling for your kid doing Morningstar? That's just bad opportunity. It's a missed opportunity for you. Okay, okay, well, I tried to tell you also. No, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you, no, you can't go back and call for okay, it. No, no, Kyle, no, but Kyle's correct on that, though. In terms of in season, joking. he's correct. I'm, I'm talking about the overall is it 15 and 16 years. 15. 15 it's, years. It's awesome. That's yeah. asinine. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, yeah. I mean, Belichick could say that. Yeah. He, he doesn't have cheating allegations yet either. So, you know, something else he has over Belichick. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. I don't mean to throw your Patriots under the bus, EJ. I know they missed the playoffs. I'll live. I'll live. I'll live. 
That's all right. He has his uh, who all the 49ers, Cowboys. You know, he's got he's he's got playoff teams. I'm I'm good. I'm, I, he's got I'm playoff good. teams. He's good. Jalen Hurts. To the Eagles, I think. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Yeah, no, he, he's a Jalen Hurts guy. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Eagles, sorry. I, <laughs> damn, I guess we have – how many – the only the only NFC East fan we don't have represented is the Giants. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, all right, EJ, what was your second good from the weekend that was? He's a Danny Dimes guy, just not a Jalen Hurts guy. Oh, right. I'm, a, I'm a huge Danny Dimes guy. I want that guy <laughs> to get locked right. up. You how such a – no, um, Lock him up. Guy. Lock it up. He's no, my good doesn't want the extension. How can he be a Danny Dimes guy? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, no, my good. We, we mentioned earlier the Detroit Lions. Despite knowing their fate by the time kickoff happened on Sunday night, they came out there and still, you know, fucking came out with a guns a blazing and beating the shit out of the Packers, who were who had the only win in scenario in that spot, and they just beat their ass. And I, I mean, to me, honestly, I love seeing Dan Campbell. You know, it, it felt bad. Man, there, there you go. There you go. There you go. It felt terrible like watching the Detroit Lions. They, they deserve me in the playoffs, honestly. It really, it, it really is a shame that team so is bad. is not in the postseason. Right. I, I don't I, think I, I don't think any of the teams that would have gotten the seven spot were going to beat the 49ers, But I think if there was a team that was going to have the most potential, I thought I think it would have been Detroit. I actually agree with that. That's fair. I actually agree with that. They're probably the most balanced of the three teams. I would say. Define balanced. I mean, you, you think you think they run the ball like Seattle? The decent run, the decent running game. I mean, I, I guess they have two line. talented running backs, but they're more receiver options than running right. game yeah. options. Right, right, uh, and I mean, listen, I scoff at golf. It's not just a uh, a uh, uh, punchline for me. It's a phrase that, that I actually, you know, kind of live by. For my money, maybe the Lions would be a better. Story, no, sorry, opportunity to win. I'll grant that, but uh, Geno Smith is still the better story. Oh, well, question. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, why is it, but but why are you saying no question? You said nobody deserves it more than the Lions. Now I'm confused all over. Talking about a team. Talking about Geno Smith, the story. Talking about the team as a whole. Yeah, fuck Pete Carroll. Man Campbell deserves it more than Pete Carroll. Sure, damn does. Boys, that is my bad. Please do. I know EJ likes to say I don't admit when I'm wrong, but I am here. I screw that one all up. Carry on. Uh, my good, uh, my second good from this weekend kind of tied into the to the Buffalo Bills. Um, man, what a perfect way to start that game. Obviously, getting the win, but but to return the opening kickoff uh, for a touchdown the first time that you know they are taking a, a an active play um, after what happened to Demar Hamlin last week uh, to return that opening kickoff. You know, get a second one in the game. Uh, end up winning the game, you know, had to be uh, an, an incredibly uh, emotional week for them that, that none of us can probably uh, quite fathom, you know, the, the things that they went through to, to get ready for that week. So um, just can't, uh, you know, I, I couldn't think of anything better when you're talking about a good uh, than the way the Buffalo Bills uh, right. started that game. Not even me covering a playoff game this weekend for the three-point conversion in A7BM sports. That's definitely not better. But it still should be a third good here mentioned tonight. I gave you jabronis a chance, and you effed that all up. But that's okay. Well, I tried to tell you when you listened either four weeks ago. 
No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> no, no, let me rephrase. December 15th episode of the Podcast. With you. Thank you. Check the tape, jackass. I said if they got past the Jets, I agree with you. I Stop called it. Falsifying. I call, I, I said it's going to happen. You, 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 you said, oh, maybe it. I, I said it's going to happen. I, I, have, more I have more faith. I have more faith in you. with you saying if they got jet past the Jets, it would happen. You didn't tell me shit that I didn't I said they would beat the Jets. No, no. This is misappropriation, Jim. Oh, boy. I said to be the Jets. I mean, I I get your your. I get what you're trying to do here. EJ, I, I you also you also have you. EJ. This isn't what happened? No one disagreed with you. You aren't oppressed, hockey fan. EJ, That's you also happened. have the Jaguars winning the division next year, and Trevor Lawrence is a possible top right. five quarterback next year. So, like, you just declaring things <laughs> as like these big sweeping statements. Like, we don't listen to them sometimes because you just say things. Definitely and we're favorite. like, okay, cool. Thing, hold on. Okay, cool, Grandpa. Go take your the meds and go to bed. Thing, the top five things started. Well, Kyle, it was because of me, you, and G in the chat on Sunday. Something like that. G is what I said that. Okay, I said the possibility and you is open. Down on on the heartthrobs take was a good plan. First of all, you problem. This is <laughs> true. Favorite quarterback is Jay Cutler. But so, you even, but even you agree that the volume of quarterbacks that are trending down that we had in the top ten come to the year. Opens the door. You but agree with that? The same chat. thing as saying he's going to be top top. I didn't say he's not top, top ten either. I, I oh, top five. I, I said I said the door's open. All right. Well, maybe you didn't oh, say it exactly, but you did all, already lock them into a division title next oh, yeah, year. Oh, absolutely. Well, so so again, you you declare things. Look, Kyle, appreciate this. Another playoff game next year for you. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Listen, I, I, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Okay. You, you've here. No, no. You're here to deflect and think, oh, I talk shit on DJ all the time. And I do. But this is one time I didn't. And you're all like, hey, look, Kyle, what you did. I'm like, I said you would be right. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, I, I also I also don't know that, like, we were necessarily saying that it wouldn't happen. Like, we, we, we weren't, like, outright declaring it a month ago. But we're like, yeah, it's certainly in the cards because the Titans stink. Like, nobody was banging the drums for the great Tennessee Titans. Like, that was not a thing that was happening. I mean, I predicted them to take the division, but that's because that's what I had in front of me. And listen, oh. I, I give credit to Travis Holmes, who was a special correspondent for uh, the Student of the Game podcast, for picking nine wins by the Jags. He tried to tell us, and we wouldn't <laughs> listen. All right, let's uh, let's go. Devin says uh, he's good. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> Take this seven five, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna smack you in the belly. Just kick him and move on. Uh, so Devin says uh, his good was the Dolphins making the playoffs. Uh, we oh, know man. it'll be short lived, but hey. Is it good though? Like, <laughs> look, it... look, man. You don't. I'm glad they're in. Look at look at. Not good for the fans. <laughs> I mean, look. At least he's at least he's admitting that he's he's aware that it's going to be most likely a short run. He's not. The AFC is going to have some dud matchups in the first. Oh uh, yeah, cool. yeah. I don't know. might be interesting. We'll see. That's the only one. But beyond that, beyond that, EJ. <laughs> well, we'll break it down later. Yeah, we'll we'll okay. we'll get there. We'll get there for I'll sure. Forget, the reason why that is a good for De uh, Devin, I'll give him this. It assures that Ross, as the owner. Or Greer as the GM won't do anything stupid like fire McDaniel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which Just I mean ab absolutely should not happen. Um there there's the, you know, we'll we'll get into to some of the uh the coaching news from the week. 
uh, here in a little bit as well. Uh, let's go to the bad, Matt. We'll start with you. What was bad from this past week? Yeah, they would have been in my ugly, but there's a, a team I want to talk about for my ugly instead. So I'm putting this in my bad category, and it might still be discussed further for ugly. Uh, but the whole Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt situation with the trainer on the Lions, I think, was, was ugly. Um, but it, it, I would bump it up too bad because I know there were some conversations had between all parties after the fact. So um, to take ownership of it, to apologize, to make amends, and he said it was a longer discussion. So good on him for a young player doing that but still heat of the moment you can't lose your cool like that especially if we've just seen how important the training staff is in these situations when there's a possible injury on the field get out of the way let people get to where they need to be regardless of if you think it's a serious injury or not no one ever knows what's going on so just move aside and let the people that are paid to handle those situations in uh, and if you do get bumped I, I know it's a quick decision thing but it's it's a foolish one to just shove immediately late in a game like that. I mean, especially with, with Walker too. And again, I mean, uh, you know, adrenaline's pumping all of Repeat that, offender. you know, th this was the second ejection he's had this year for putting his hands on a member of a, of a team staff. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, with, uh, age and maturity that, that he can you know, reel that in and, and calm that down a bit. But, um, I'm sure it's something that, uh, you know, moving forward, the league will, continue to watch he has a whole off season to uh think about it so um yeah definitely you know the the optics of it um especially this week were not uh were not good ej what was your bad from the weekend my bad was uh the houston texans and more so the optics of what happened after the game um look lovey smith getting fired out of surprise i think i think most i think kyle and i spoke about this last year when he got hired that he made a pa pass one year just because he's just a stopgap for something else. But the optics of how that was handled, and then because I, I, I really believe that they wanted him to tank that game, the front office wanted him to tank that game, and the comments he made before the game saying, you know, that uh, we're going to play hard and this and that, and they did that one for two to win the game against the Colts. You know, I think is why they probably fired him, like, even day before Monday. Um, this is bad optics in general. I mean, I mean, this team is, like, literally the most unstable franchise in sports right now probably. I mean, I know who we have been running, but they're definitely in top. Definitely Mont Rushmore of four of the most, most uh, unstable franchise right now in sports. But just bad optics all across the board. And, and if I'm a coach, hell, a, even a black, a black coach, I matter. I'm looking at 31 teams to, to, to coach, not that team. That team's just disgusting. Well, and, and that's my question. If, if he was probably a stopgap, like who's the, the sexy name coming out this year that you would think he would immediately be let go in favor of? I mean, Sean Payton's the sexy name, but there is – not he a, ain't touching that shit. Not a damn chance that guy's going to Houston, right? So, like, what are the what are the other thing? If you turn around and fire a coach that quickly, you're you're not really making it. And again, it's an and, NFL coach; it's a dream job for. And man, not only that, so. and a, a respected coach actually who's actually been to a Super Bowl before. Yeah. One of the first, one of the first black coaches to make right. Yeah, and a guy that like, look, we we've talked all season. This team's been in the 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 bottom five discussion all year um but like down down the stretch the last four to five weeks like this the you know uh played tough mm -hmm. against dallas played tough against kansas city took kansas city to overtime you know and you 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 close out the year with a couple of wins like I, i'm not i'm not saying that, that the texans were, were going to be threatening for a division or a playoff spot next year 
But if you actually put some work into that team with Lovey Smith at the helm, like the the team, there's obviously potential there. There's guys there that are that are playing tough. Um, yeah, just uh, just a, a, a gross situation uh, as a whole. To, and to out of that too, Jim, they chunk of, a good chunk of the year. They've been very, I hate to say it, frisky. They've been well, yeah. I mean, they've been all, not, 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 not the last half of the year, but most of the year, even from week one on. They played a lot of teams close. Yeah, there there was very few blowouts. How often have I lit the lightsaber, EJ, to battle you that I don't think they're thirty second? You Correct. know, there's a reason. Exactly, that's, and, that's and a great point too. Yeah, you 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 were still incorrect in keeping there, but there were times where you know you respected that I was like, Psh, and you're like, okay, I see yeah, what. a one win team shouldn't be the worst, isn't the worst team in football. To me, that's, that's that says something. If, if we all said, well, no, that's well, a well, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and I mean, the reason why they were the one win was, you know, EJ's Frisky Jaguars lost to them on Don- on Tony Pacelli's, you know, dedication of the Ring of Honor halftime ceremony day. But, you know, he he he's trying to tell me and didn't listen or whatever. Hey, at least you didn't put the Jags at 31st in the power rankings to open, open the year. Shouts to Ab Stanley. But, yeah, you know the irony? It's time, bitches. The season's over. I just I, There was media out there for multiple members of your site, and you we tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. I blame you. Know you. Yeah, before you do it, go ahead and do Eli. Uh, uh, excuse me, um, Travis. No, it is Eli. Sorry, I keep forgetting which based on EJ's fanhood. Uh, do that, uh, Lucifer. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> That's for you, Ab Stanley. I know EJ will like it more that way. But the, the irony to all this is I really think at least part of the reason Lovey Smith was hired is to appease the very people who are now bashing the shit out of him for firing him. And that's the ones going like, hey, you have an opportunity to bring in a, a minority head coach. Why don't you do it? Because at the time, I don't know that the market was there. What were they going to do? Bring in Brian Flores, who was actively suing the league? I mean, who wants the job? I'm hearing noise about D'Amico Ryans as a possibility. Y'all do realize I'm informed by Mac, Mike Patton of the three-point conversion, you know, who also knew the Jags were better than 31st in the league, um, that, that, that there's an active suit against the Texans by D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. So there's another coach that ain't going to want that job. Uh-oh. And that's the, that's the part of the conversation that the Texans didn't want to have. It's not that they weren't interested in minority candidates. It's that they weren't interested in them. But if you admit that, oh, boy, how bad does that look? And we won't even talk about all the other bad-looking stuff that's out there that actually lends credence to EJ's statement of Mount Rushmore. Mount, Mount Rushmore. Route Mushmore. Route Mushmore. Today, Junior. I was talking about, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers earlier. It's only natural I have mushrooms in my head. My bad. Um, (laughs) Are you getting the ayahuasca a little early tonight, Kyle? Is that the problem? That's right. Samuel Adams, ayahuasca broom. Samuel Jackson? Uh, (laughs) mm, Bitch. (laughs) Uh, So, no, yeah, the uh, the end of the day, it's all those problems that you see coming up there, too. Forget minority candidates. I don't know anybody that would want this job of any uh, persuasion unless, to Matt's point, they're incredibly young. For sure. All right, uh, Kyle, what was your bad from the weekend? I mean, good God, I got to come. Didn't, didn't I give you enough? No. Um, my bad for the weekend are all the morons that are bashing TCU as if they did something wrong, losing big to Georgia. You want to know why they lost big to Georgia? I don't think... Uh, 
Big Jim has the Imperial March on the soundboard. I yet. don't. I forgot to boot it up, but it's the SEC. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, now, granted, somebody could come back with the proper response if one's going to debate whether or not Georgia is that dominant and they were only a uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. injury away from not being in the championship game and nobody wanting to talk about that. No, literally. Um, but, yeah. TCU played a really tough team. That is all that happened. And hey, listen, at least it's a team that's not Notre Dame. Am I right, fellas? Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Sorry. At least it's a team that's not Oklahoma. Am I right? There we go. Hey. Should have said Ohio State, too. Oh, snap. Late, a little late, but uh, yeah. Look, th- this I I had penciled in. Uh, it needs more. It just needs more. <laughs> yeah, I had this penciled in as, as an ugly. The reaction to people, but uh, by people, um, like yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, That's it, where the argument is gone now with the playoffs. If it is just the one versus two as the national championship game, then you can have that debate. But when you've made it to a four team race and you've beat one of the other top four teams, regardless of what happens in that championship game, you still deserve to be there. I get it was boring, not exciting for a lot of people, but it is what it is. And it's not the first or last time we've seen a blowout in the championship game, not to that magnitude, but still, I mean, in the past Three seasons, two of them had what twenty-eight point margin of victory for the winners. So it, it's tough to really put too much. On yeah, I mean, sometimes for, for the best team up. is is literally just that. I mean, look in in a season where you had two undefeated teams at the end of the regular season, you had a team who was undefeated in the regular season and lost a close one in the conference title game. You know, you you can make the debate about Ohio State. Alabama, you, whoever you wanted at four, you can make that debate there. But we said it. The top three were correct. So regardless of how the semifinal games play out, the top three were correct. You know, in other seasons, like, yeah, Kyle, I know, insert joke about Notre Dame three overtimes in pit here. But the bottom line is that season there was one undefeated team. You know, in other seasons, like if, if you have one or two undefeated teams – they're going to get into the playoffs. That doesn't mean they didn't belong there. That just means fucking crazy shit happened throughout the season, right? Like teams that maybe that we thought were supposed to be there looking at you, Alabama, maybe don't lose two during the regular season. You know, like like if you, if you get the job done in the regular season, you're probably going to get there. Now, uh, you know, I, I thought Joel Klatt had a really good point today. And again, Kyle, thank you to you for turning me onto that podcast great, great episode. Uh, because it was fantastic. And in a point he made today, wrapping up what was just an abysmal championship game, which we'll get to. Um, but the, with the expansion of the playoff, not next year, but the following um, there's at least potential. I know people say, well, if you, if you get 12 teams instead of four, how are you going to make sure that, you know, stuff like this doesn't continue to happen? Well, what may not happen is you may not get like a hot team. Like he said, you may not get that like hot team that wins one playoff game up against the juggernaut of a national title or one great team that, that slips up in October because star quarterback got injured the week before and was out for a week. They get punished. They, they can't sniff a, a, a playoff game, 
because of a loss in late October, early November. Like the field will actually be more balanced when you add more teams. So uh, we'll have one more year of debating who should be, who shouldn't be, um, and and then we can we can get to that uh, that twelve team playoff. But yeah, like the the reactions I saw from a lot of people last night, and I saw people bashing TCU fans for like looking sad. Like what? Of course they're sad. They're watching their team get blown off the field. People but, are stupid. Dude. And also, like, are they are they supposed to not go to the game because they're going to lose to Georgia? Like, I just it, it, they don't know they're not real fans, right? That is such a no win scenario, right? And I don't care what team entered the field; they were going to get boat boat raced by Georgia yesterday. That team was hungry, and I think the Ohio State one was a wake up call for them. They said, yep. "Holy yeah. shit, we survived." We cannot let this happen. Yeah, that, that and it when, just happened to be TCU and well, yeah, when they when they when they survived that semifinal game, I'm like, man, um, that that that, all, that title game is going to be ugly because they played their worst game. They almost lost. They wanted to make sure that that wasn't happen. That wasn't going to happen um, a- anymore, and it and it certainly didn't. Um, all right, my bad is. What the hell were the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles doing keeping Justin Herbert and company in that game well into the fourth quarter? Now you lose Mike Williams. I, I haven't checked to see if Williams is going to be available. I saw it wasn't a uh, considered a, quote, serious injury. But you lose Mike Williams, who's a guy who is very much injury prone. We've seen it over the years. Um, and, and one of your, your best targets, potentially losing him for your, for your one-week playoff game in – a game that is completely meaningless. Now, if you don't want to sit your starters for an entire game, that's fine. You don't want to give guys, you know, have them lose tempo, whatever, for by, by sitting them for an entire week. But Herbert and company were in what? Until five minutes left in that game? Like, like insane. Insane. Like, if he would have gotten hurt, Eckler gets hurt. Like, Williams is bad enough. But if you lose some of your even more important players, yeesh. Or- Herbert did he have like anything? Did he have anything like contractually he was trying to hit? That would be the only reason I could see. Ah, uh, that yeah, that I don't know. I that, feel like if there was, we would have heard about that by now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't heard anything. Um, but yeah, but, just. Hey, hey, Jim, who were they playing? Who were they playing? Yeah, the the Chargers. Who were they playing? Broncos. The Broncos. Oh, were they? The Broncos. Were they playing? The, Oh, the Denver oh. Broncos. Do you think I care what you think, EJ? I want the goddamn soundboard. <laughs> and now we know why EJ doesn't trust that head coach. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. He has a uh, a back contusion. So um, sounds fun. Yeah, that that just sounds awful. Um, <laughs> you can shrug that off. Not no, not known yet if he's expected to play this weekend against the Jaguars. Yeah, just when you do shrug it off, don't do it too vigorously. That might hurt. Right that 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 might uh, that might make the injury worse. All right, uh, let's go to the uglies. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. What was ugly from this past weekend? Uh, we kind of touched a little bit. Uh, TCU that yesterday. I mean, look, great year, deserving the deserving the final four. The record earned their way to beat Michigan last last week. But man, I, I mean, look, I, I, I knew there'd be a blowout in this game. I just didn't think it'd be this fucking bad. Like, I, I literally, I, I thought, the, I thought the game started at eight o'clock yesterday. Came to the game late. It was already seventeen seven, seven forty five. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I saw people tweeting about about the the game starting, and I was like, I also, like, what fucking time is it? Started? Like, what the fuck? 
It was over by eight o'clock, but it, yeah. it started before eight o'clock. Uh, yo, but by, by middle of second quarter, I had an NBA league pass ready. Like, oh. And actually, it was really close. Um, and then the national anthem ended, and then, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, look, I mean, Georgia obviously went down, scored. Uh, then what was the the fumble? It was ten nothing. TCU answered. It's like okay, okay. Maybe we got a game here, and then Georgia went. No, no, we don't. Um, but yeah, even that was a wake up call for Georgia. They were like, "It's ten seven. Let's let's quit dicking around. Too, too close. Too don't close. Don't, yeah. don't play with your food. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat and let's go. This is a, this is a business trip. Uh, Kyle, what was your bad from the or the ugly from the weekend? I mean, for my money. At the end of the day, the ugly for me, uh, I could easily make it the TCU fan thing, but I, I mean, see, I'm, I'm going to say this, but I know it's probably going to be covered by at least two other panelists because we have Cowboy fans all over this beast. Um, but yeah, anybody else feel like it was the Cowboys? Because while we watched Kirby Smart and company. I that was good. Back, well, <laughs> fuck that, you, that's man. why it's awkward. I didn't know exactly how to Show put it. I'm, you're celebrating that. We can, you know, we can put an asterisk in the corner while, you know, Matt Joe bucks himself or whatever. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, it, it's funny as we're talking about Kirby Smart coming out after winning the damn college football semifinal to ring in the new year, completely throwing his entire team, mostly Bennett, under the bus as his quarterback. And then coming out doing what he did and being like, yeah, they care. <laughs> Where the Cowboys very clearly didn't. I, I, we t Say what you want about Staley as, as um, the Chargers coach. McCarthy, I'm going to say this. Fire that guy into the sun. I, I, damn, you beat me too. <laughs> like, if, if Brady wins with his Bucks hosting the Cowboys, if a road team loses a playoff game, the coach is going to be on the hot seat for that. Now, Good. Be like, what asinine, egotistical, entitled fan base are you thinking of? And then you see it's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. And you're like, oh. <laughs> so, you know. Anyways, that's my ugly. The Cowboys effort this past yeah, year. Yeah, all, all my uglies have been have been covered because I had um, I had the the situation with um, – I give his name slip of mine, the guy in Green Bay. Walker. Walker. Yeah, Walker. I had uh, the national title game and people people's reaction to it, and I had the Cowboys. So all of my uglies have been covered. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I understand that the the possibility of the Eagles losing to uh, to the Giants were low. Um, I understand that the the chances of the 49ers losing were low. So the 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 possibility that the Cowboys were going to end up the number 1 seed were extremely small. And the possibility that I mean the Niners win, Eagles lose, you still could have ended up the number 2 seed um with potential, you know, if the Niners slip up, you could potentially have home field throughout the postseason. Again, those like likelihoods were so small. But the fact that <laughs> you're playing Sam Howell <laughs> like who? Who? I have no idea who that you're, is. You're playing who? Sam Howell in his first career start in a game where you could potentially end up as the number one overall seed, and you just don't show up. Like Sam Howell. 
It's 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 pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Making that ACC proud. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that was I'll agree with that one, Kyle, for sure. That was my ugly. Matt, we'll go to you. What was your ugly from the weekend? Yeah, I said I wanted to talk about a, a team, and that team is the Los Angeles Rams. Now I understand that there were injuries, and I understand that you have an aging team, but you kind of knew that when you traded every single draft pick you have until the year of twenty forty five to get this <laughs> aging, decrepit roster. And now you have a head coach who many have lauded and praised as the wonderkind, who's taking some time to assess if he wants to continue on as head coach of the Rams. Hey, do you do you remember a day where if you just had lunch with 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 Sean McVay you were eligible oh. for a head coaching spot? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now it just seems like he doesn't want to put in the work to be to rebuild this franchise. Rebuild it and, and oh, this I is going to be a lot of work. Nah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm good. So, I think I'm good. We're still talking about Aaron Rodgers again. I assume that he's going to end up staying ultimately. If not that situation is no more enticing than the Houston Texans is for other reasons, not the, the grossness of the and, and the incompetence of the, the GM booth and, and the ownership in Houston. But you still have a completely bare draft stock for the, the Los Angeles Rams. You have Matt Stafford, who has no intention of retiring, but his shoulder is being held together. His shoulder retired last year. Prayers at this point. <laughs> and you have just limited capacity in terms of your salary cap to rebuild through any other means than just, Hey, do you want to come play football in Los Angeles? So that whole situation seems a bit ugly. It could fall in a different direction, but I don't bank on the health thing, just turning around for them next year as their guys just continue to age. I mean, do you ship Aaron Donald at this point, assuming he himself doesn't retire, you know, I mean, at this point, they probably have to start looking at who on their roster they can ship to get some draft capital yeah. back. Yeah, I think you're going to look at uh, older guys that maybe have like one or two years left on their deal um, that a contender, because let's be honest, that, that, that ship has sailed well far out of Los Angeles. Um, and uh, but on, the, on the good side, congratulations to the Seahawks, to the Detroit Lions, and to to a lesser extent, the Texans who benefit from getting some positive draft capital yeah. because they traded away the the starting QB that was not as advertised. I mean, we I, I, I'm sure they know the inherent risks with that, but it worked out in the end. They did with the Super Bowl. And they did, made, and, yeah. and you, you can't blame them for cashing in their chips. I'm just saying looking forward, that situation is ugly. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it worked out in the beginning. You have that all wrong. In the end is where they're having problems. I, I don't think they thought it would fall this fast. No. Right. Bad. No, they, they thought – I think they, they thought they probably had Stafford and Donald together for, you know, two, maybe three years. Well, and Cooper Cup. I mean, they're relying yeah. a lot on that. But, well, that I too. Mean, but 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 Cup is a young enough guy that if you if, – if in the post-Matthew Stafford world, uh, he's, still, he's still a serviceable receiver. Well, we got to be careful there too, Jim, because if I'm somebody who's who's doesn't give a damn about the Rams and I'm their competition, I'm like, you're trying to sell me a receiver that has finished the season one time. I get it. That one time was a buttload of awesome. Let me ask you a question. But okay, so someone like like Jim who hasn't won a Super Bowl since what? You were eight years old. Anything the Cowboys can do to win a Super Bowl, I don't care. 
if, 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 if this was if, if this was in Dallas Cowboys, would you in hindsight do the same thing also too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Get would I, and okay. it's similar to yeah. the situation in Los Angeles where the Lakers cashed in all of their chips no. to bring in LeBron and Correct. AD won a championship. Granted, it was in the, in the bubble, bubble, so it doesn't really count. But they still <laughs> won a championship, and that's a, what most fans yeah. would even dream of. If you ask any fan, right. would you cash it all in for one championship? Guaranteed. Absolutely. They're all going to say. Absolutely. Yes. Breathe oxygen. We all want championships. That wasn't the question as it was posed. My question is, how do you actually expect to move Cooper Cup for draft picks? You got to find someone stupid enough or assume he'll wear a Texans jersey to make (laughs) that happen. See what I did there? I see what so, you did. I see what you did. I, I mean, that's the problem right now. Yes, we would obviously all cash in the chips to win a championship, or just have a good. GM see, I think I think the cup move with three first round draft picks to get Trey Lance, I've... and still finds a way to get the goddamn playoffs the next two years, including the conference championship. That's what I. My only uh... thing is that there's a, lot, there's a lot of people who have who now have religious history now. The same people who said do this, do this, are now saying, oh, what the fuck they're doing. They're I don't think there's Rams fans that are necessarily upset with all of this it's more so the other fan bases are saying this situation is not one that yeah and and to kyle they won the the championship so again it worked and right that's all that matters sometimes but bigger picture it's an ugly situation yeah especially for that fan base especially when they're just coming back to la not too long ago to get that city that fan base excited about a team now when they're going to be taking some massive leaps back is tough sell for that ownership and 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 it happened and as soon as it happened like literally the very next year yeah that's that's the thing right the 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 stafford the stafford injury and and missing almost uh, pretty much almost the entire season this year is not is not what the rams thought they were getting well they should have known but i mean they should have but but they thought maybe maybe we can get two two good years maybe a third and, and, and to the Cooper Cup thing, what's that, Kyle? How should they have known exactly? I, I don't get that. That Stafford's arm was eventually going to fall off. I mean, like I mean, the, the guy's arm's been falling out of its socket every year. for Every year since he got drafted. But every year since Georgia. Yeah. I'll put it this way. He's made it through more complete seasons than Cooper Cup has. Bringing us back to where EJ diverted me from asking if we all breathe oxygen. That's the question. What do you do here to... Whom can you get quality picks for for Cooper Cup? I mean, that's well, that's what I was that's what I was working on answering. Is I think a Cooper Cup deal likely comes during the season. If he is if he is playing well, if he is staying healthy, I think there will be a team that is. They need picks now. <laughs> I think there is probably a team, and again, no panelists here are fans of them, so I we wouldn't have any. direct information but there is a team in new york that is desperate for wide receivers and there's not really huge names coming on oh matt they worked out james washington today they'll be fine (laughs) the draft pick isn't high enough from them i wouldn't give that to to um oh who is that the jets no the other the other team in east rutherford my bad um but yeah uh, there i don't are they a high enough draft pick to where you deal with them that's my point like you know what? How about, how about the Bears? If it's multiple picks, I mean, the Bears don't, they, they would they have. have to give up the first overall. They're not doing that for Cooper Cup. Aren't they? Why wouldn't but they, they? But they're probably going to trade their first round. I mean, for the reason away. you just talked they're about. Probably they, they, going they, to trade it for more picks. Although the Bears, might be, du- the Bears might be dumb enough to do it, though. 
There's the answer, Jim. Thank you. This is the group that gave my team the picks off of freaking Mitchell Trubisky, Mike Tomlin. So who? Uh, Trubisky or whatever the hell his name is. You know, I walked right into that. Shit. You sure did. You sure did. All right, let's uh, let's try and keep moving here. Mike, uh, Big Mike finally checks in with us. Uh, a little lady he said his good was Kyle Nash getting to a playoff game. Um, I also heard the Venmo just cleared, but whatever. Uh, the bad, Aaron Rodgers uh, blows a playoff shot. Um, no, that was the good, actually. That was actually the good, if we're going to be honest about it. Uh, and the ugly, uh, he said, was what is defense in the Big 12? Yeah, they're still trying. Uh, to uh, to figure that out. Over uh, under was sixty three and a half on that game, and Georgia covered it by Georgia, themselves. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> so baller as hell. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you go for it for what was it fourth and twenty five uh, with eight minutes to go in the game or something. That's Pete Carroll had a hard on watching that play. I, I know that much. Uh, I, I watched LSU pound Purdue. But Purdue wasn't trying. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. Just and look, yeah. I mean, I know some people they were wanted, just happy to be there. <laughs> they were. I know some people were kind of bashing Kirby Smart a bit, but I'm like, dude, he had he had fans in by that point of the game. Like, it's not his fault that TCU just wasn't tackling anybody. Uh, they tried to not run the score up, and they they couldn't not. Like, you can't you can't play the game at at sixty percent speed and effort because. That's that's where people are going to get hurt too. So, exactly. um, all right. I know we we we've kind of danced around it throughout this. So so I don't know how much we want to uh, add to the to the discussion around the college football playoff national championship. I do have, and I'll I'll pull them up here in a second. Our preseason predictions um, <laughs> from from college football. Uh, spoil spoiler alert, guys. Not a lot hit um, from preseason through the uh, through the course of the year. But but I'll pull that up here um uh in in a second objectively gentlemen this was among the tougher years to predict in college football in the nfl like i keep numbers you know better numbers than mikey Byrne. burn oh um, wow wow that was, that was a shot that was a shot i i typically i typically average 62 percent over seasons i'm in the high 50s this year just because the NFL has been that nuts. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was wild. Anthony checking in here. We will get to predictions here in a little bit. He says, huge Eagles fan. He says he thinks Tom Brady takes out uh, the Cowboys this week. Upset pick of the week. I don't know. I, don't, I was going to say, I don't know how many people are calling that an upset, but but we'll we'll discuss well, no. that a little bit later in the show. The hosting, the host can't be an upset. That's a rule. <laughs> um, yeah, I will certainly. Uh, we will certainly get to that here uh, in a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was um, the game. The game wasn't close. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add to the game itself? Do or do, I mean, do we... how much? How much of the game did you actually watch? Like I watched like maybe. I mean, I I had it. I had it on my iPad, and every time I looked over, I saw another Georgia touchdown. Like I wasn't actively watching the game, but I, I it was it was like a it was more like a Sports Center highlight reel in real time. It was insane. What it really was is Jim had his Miss Michigan jersey on, and he was like, "Get those mopping up the tears." Take that! I I I won't confirm nor deny that my wife was very happy that uh, that the game last night went the way that it did. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's look at our, our predictions from the start of the year. Let me get these up here just a second. Oh no. Um, 
Yeah. I, I know. I I want to say I had the U in there. Yep. <laughs> you might have. The first oh, yeah. Okay. That's hard to read. Um, All right. So. I'm, I, I will. Uh, hey, I got Ohio State right. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So. I will say uh, wrong on Big Ten champion. Yeah. They, that's a joke, EJ. Shut up. No, I'm looking at mine. <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Across the board, everybody had a Big Ten champion as Ohio State. That, of course, wasn't right. Uh, ACC champions, uh, my brother Sean, Kyle, and EJ all had Clemson correct. Uh, SEC champions, uh, I had Georgia and nobody else did. Matt had yep. Texas A&M. That one got a little away from you. <laughs> that, that one got a little bit off um for you there uh pac 12 champions myself my brother sean dave and uh mike all had utah you know what you did <laughs> do i gotta hit it you want to blame you <laughs> you want answers you can't handle the truth uh big 12 nobody had uh had tcu there was a some oklahoma state some baylors uh sean had texas that was a miss um, Kansas State won, right? Kansas State won the Kansas State won. Dave had uh, Dave they had, had Kansas State, so he had that That's one it. correct. Uh, AAC, of course, Tulane winning it. Nobody had that. It was uh, Houston, C Cincy, and one uh, SMU um, in the predictions. Caleb Williams won the Heisman. Kyle, you had that. Boom. Um, and you were the only one. And then looking at the college football playoff. Uh, in recap, um, let's see, a couple of us had Ohio State in the playoff. Um, let's see, Sean, Dave, they had Ohio State playing Georgia just in different spots. And uh, nobody had Georgia as your uh, defending national champ. And I mean, let's be honest, this is the first time in the college football playoff era that we have a repeat champ. So I don't think there's a lot of surprise there, but everybody either had Bama uh, or Ohio State as uh, as the national and, champ. And the first time in 10 years in general. Yeah, yeah. So um, we will uh, we will go back and look at our, <laughs> our preseason NFL picks. Post right now, post Super Bowl, post Super Bowl. Yeah, we will look back at those. This year was. I'm super stoked. I nailed what I did. I'll be honest, man. Like, I'm happy about that. Clemson and Caleb Williams. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Um. Things right. Who else can say that? I had a. I had at least two. Right. Right. Utah doesn't count. All they certainly do, asshole. Oh, you did. Tell them, Jim. I <laughs> picked it. It happened. <laughs> Screw you. We live uh, in a world that, that, that tries to look for good football. Who's going to defend that? You? You, Lieutenant Schultime? yourself. We look for teams with good schedules that actually play decent football. You brought in the Big Ten as a punchline. I have also, neither, neither the time nor the inclination to deal with you and your youth. Shut your ass. ass. Shut the fuck up. Down. Up. I am monologuing, EJ. So, I, shut up, I, I, bitch. I was pissed off Jim last night. I was like, Shut your I mouth. I was going to send him. I was going to send him. A perfect, a few good men thing going. And you're killing go, that Burr. monologue. You are killing that monologue. I was I was sent Jim. Jim again because he knew I was wrong about something again. No, I almost sent Jim the way too early uh, top 25. Because I know how Jim hates, hates preseason rankings. So they're already out. out. They, they yeah, released the final yeah. AP poll of the year, and there's already all these top 20 or way too early. It's like, shut up. 
Because I, I, I didn't want to trigger you that bad. I was like, yeah, well, this, yeah. this is what you interrupted my monologue for. But uh, worth oh. noting, uh, Florida State number 11 now. Worth noting, nobody gives a fuck, EJ. Hey, I do. I do. EJ, EJ, congratulations beating a 6-6 six and six team in the last minute in the Camping World Bowl. Hey. <laughs> but by the same token, thank you for making that sock-hawking Brad go 6-7. and seven. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Um, yeah, we will uh, we will revisit the NFL predictions post Super Bowl uh, and and see how well those uh, stacked up. Um, I over under is that cool over unders too? Also, just uh, just to no, I didn't include the over under. How about we do production meetings after the show, EJ? How about that? <laughs> I, was asking, I was asking a question. That's all. Yeah, no, I didn't keep track of over unders. If, if okay. somebody somebody wants to go back and listen to those, you can feel damn free. Um, I will not. Other than Mike. I'm kidding. Other Yo, than Mike. Wow. Wow. I'm not mad now. It's just that a is a disgusting act. Uh, you actually missed that segment, uh, Mr. Uh, Kyle. What's that? You missed that segment, actually, uh, that day, I think. For which? Over-unders. We did over-unders. You missed that segment. You were on the show, but you left the show early to go uh, do something. Mike says he's not doing it. Mike says he's not. I, I don't blame you, Mike. You don't need that. You don't need that. Uh, <laughs> That harassment from Kyle. Um, all right, let's look at. I mean, uh, like get it anyway. <laughs> this past Monday is the the day kind of known around the NFL as Black Monday, the day typically where uh, head coaches are uh, are fired. Uh, there were three during the season. The Broncos fired uh, Nathaniel Hackett. We know about that. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Colts moved on from Frank Reich. The Panthers moved on from Matt Rule. Uh, Lovey Smith, like we said, was uh, was let go on uh, on Sunday night. The only head coach there was some uh, coordinators uh, that have been let go over the past two days, but the only other head coach let go yesterday was Cliff Kingsbury uh, in Arizona. Um, let's see, guys, uh, what for these jobs that are now open? Um, you know, the Colts is kind of. This weird one in limbo because they're going to be looking to hire, but Jeff Saturday is going to be heavily considered from reports. Um, out of these jobs, which which one do you guys uh, think is the most desirable? Kyle, I'll start with you. You know, by extension, um, it, it's less about the the individual team itself on the right track up, and more about what's around them. And for my money, the Panthers are in a garbage division that are waiting for somebody to take it, right? Assuming assuming Thomas Ad, uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Bieber Brady II keeps playing, the heavy scuttlebutt is that it will not be in the NFC South, right? Oh, I mean, I, I've kind of already said that, that uh, I do not – I don't know if Tom Brady will play in the NFL next year. What I'm fairly certain of, and yeah, it's been heavily reported, is that he will not be playing in Tampa next year. But we do know that the Jags are emerging and people are talking about Trevor Lawrence, perhaps too early as a top five quarterback. I really do think top ten's on the table. My problem is sure. I need to see more about what the supporting cast in Jacksonville is going to do. I'm sure we'll talk about that more after the Super Bowl or after the Jags elimination. Perhaps it'll come up in my uh, postseason grades on the Earnestly Speaking podcast. Bing! Um, so, and the Texans are just shite. Anyway, um, the Colts. Would be an encouraging thing, you would think, but no. Um, I really think Frable's a good coach, and after a seven straight uh, seven straight game drop, he'll turn it around somehow. And I don't want to be in the division 
that has Patrick LeVon Mahomes II and Justin Herbert in it. Pass. Um, no pun intended. So, um, yeah, I, I, for me, uh, uh, in my mind, I think the Panthers are the best opportunity. And, and for the most part, I haven't checked, but I believe they have a lot of their draft picks intact with trades and things like that. They're not necessarily stuck under any nasty contracts. They're in a good place upon which to rebuild. Fire away. All right. Matt, how about you? Which job do you think is most desirable? Yeah, I, I would have to agree just because of the, the status of that division, not that the, the uh, NFC West um, could be out for competition outside of the, the Niners. I think that you could kind of fight your way into a wild card spot in the West, but I don't think that you have the, the tools to do it at this point. I'm not a big Kyler believer at this point, and I think whoever they bring in has to be, unfortunately. So it's just going to be the right situation for that one. So it's it's a very – you're kind of tied to – the quarterback in a couple of these. So if, if you're not a, a believer in Russell having the back, bounce back or Kyler in general, those two just aren't appealing to me at all. Um, the Colts, again, a, a division that could be winnable, but probably a few years out. Um, so it's it's tough to say that Indianapolis is is very desirable in that regard. So I would I would go in Carolina. EJ, any disagreement there? No, in terms of traction, I think Indy and Carolina has the opportunity to make a lot of headway early because of the environment. But I think the best job, personally, is still Denver. I mean, I'm not convinced Russ Wilson's done yet. I mean, I, I think a lot of the, a lot of the Hackett stuff. Let's let's see. He's he's been so great the first ten years of his career. He deserves a uh, you know an opportunity to turn things around. So let's say if Sean Payton goes to Denver. Let's see what, he, what Russ and Payton can cook up. Denver has an elite defense. Yes, the only issue is that you're playing in the AFC West where, yes, Pat Mahomes, yes, Justin Herbert is there, but at the same time, you know, that defense, and if Wilson could at least be, what, three-quarters of he was two, two, three years ago, you can still make the playoffs in the division, as we saw this year with uh, certain teams that, you know, came back to earth. So, so I mean, I, I sounds like Denver. If it wasn't for the organization, I I would, and I, and I see Mike here says it's Houston because he gets the draft quarterback at two, Tennessee's falling, mm. Colts are in shambles. Oh, oh, oh. It, right. If it wasn't Toxic. if it wasn't for the organization and the ownership and the management, I would agree with that because you are going to kind of get your pick at quarterback because I don't think Carolina has the option at quarterback. Indy certainly doesn't have the option quarterback. In Denver, I, if you go to my five observations from this past weekend, um, there, there's, there's a lot of questions about what and where Russell Wilson is. Like Russell Wilson extremely talented nobody's questioning that is he is he done was it Hackett's fault was he hurt was it a combination of all of the above um is it just he wasn't settled into Denver there's a lot of questions there so like if it wasn't for the organization I might agree with Mike but I'm not going anywhere near that Texans organization and that's kind of important the organization did the front well, right exactly kind of, exactly the first, the first, it yeah. is the most important um with with Arizona, um, you're probably there's talks that Kyler Murray. I mean, he tore his ACL late, so you're not looking at him probably for at least the first half of the season, maybe longer. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what that job looks like next year. Well, let's uh, say he did return quick, Jim. How much of his game is in his mobility? Well, right, the same exactly. That's you know, um, there's a quarterback uh, not. 
in Texas, but not in Houston, that hasn't been the same from a very serious injury. So, you know, there there are those questions there with um with with, with uh, Kyler Murray. So I don't I don't necessarily want to touch that situation. And the Colts, man, like, uh, there's there's a lot of confusion uh, with that organization. So I, I go probably Carolina or Denver. I, I probably tend to agree with Matt and and Kyle that Carolina is probably the most. Um, I think Denver has the potential for the bigger upside, though, if Russell Wilson is actually back to Russell Wilson form what next I'll year. What I'll say about Carolina, though, is that at least you have an owner, David Tepper, who actually will give you an opportunity time to grow mm-hmm. that situation. When he hired Matt Rule, he gave him a, was a seven-year contract, six-year contract. Now, granted, he only finished, what, half of that contract, but but they were never improving. He, he, had, to, he had to go. Um, but he'll he'll, he'll, he'll just give you the opportunity. Bitten the second time by signing someone that long, right? But at least he get the opportunity to 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 institute a program there to see if it will work. You know, same with uh, I would say, um, Indy. I, I guess Ursay is not so bad, although Ursay is a little weird. But you know, I, I, Mike, I see what you're saying here, and 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 you say toxic or not? They have a young running back, defensive unit I getting better. Can I feel that? Yeah, go ahead. And but let me just finish. Hold on, Kyle. Let me finish the the, the point here from Mike. Uh, he said, uh, "With the Cardinals, Kyler is mid. Enjoy watching him run for his life. Colts are in QB hell. Panthers more than a QB away. And Denver zero draft picks." But uh, Kyle, go ahead. Yeah. So, oh well, they can still get a good player. You know, somebody who's a good player that was around in a toxic environment. You know, the guy that EJ now can't help but touch himself to because his hair is so beautiful. That's right. I'm talking about Sunshine himself, Trevor Lawrence. And what the hell did it mean with Urban Meyer as the coach in a toxic environment? That's why toxic environments matter. I argue it's worse. Talent, toxic. Uh, I don't know that it's worse, but. Let me rephrase. Talented or not, toxic kills players guys steve young went from the bucks to the niners and became a hall of famer what more else can i tell you i gave you modern examples i gave you historical examples so right what mike is saying he's not wrong from a solely a football argument well yeah and that that's that's why i said that if it wasn't for the state of the organization i would agree that the texans job probably is the most desirable out of the five that are available at this right. time. Unfortunately, the organization is actually the most important part of the puzzle because they're the gateway. They're the gateway. And again, four coaches in four years. Yeah, you're welcome, Mike. It doesn't. I understand what you're saying. You're a, you're a coach, Mike, and you can be as positive as you want to be. But when you're in an organization that is that quick to unstable to turn over head coaches, um. Th- th- that's not that's not a good place to be. That's not a desirable job, with the exception of the fact that you're coaching in the National Football League. The Dolphins and he says it's your job to get the guys to buy in. Isn't that what Lovey Smith did? We talked about how good they were throughout the season. He got them to buy in. They almost beat the Cowboys and the Chiefs. They finished yeah. with two wins, and he gets fired. Not the day after, the night he wins. Um that's not an environment you want to go to. I see what you're saying, but yeah, I don't. Is it like a reverse Disney movie? Like, and only that, right? And only that, something like that. The situation that that, that that this weekend they have with Lovey Smith makes it even more undesirable. On top of everything else we've, we've learned for the last couple of years, right. I agree. So 
good luck with the game, game players to play there and people want to coach there. Agreed. We'll see if there are any more coaching moves uh, once the postseason uh, comes to an end. Um, there may be one after this weekend, depending – I know. I know. Jerry Jones said that what happens this weekend uh, in in Tampa will have uh, no impact on Mike McCarthy's job. But we all, but we we also know Jerry Jones is always one hundred percent honest, right? Um, Jerry Jones loves to talk. That's all. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He uh, yes he does. Cowboys fans would know all about that. All right, let's uh, let's look ahead now to uh, Super Wild Card Weekend uh, in the National Football League. We got two games Saturday, three games Sunday, and. God damn it, that game on Monday. But we'll get there. Uh, more, more on that later. I'm so glad I don't have to try to pull making it to that game out of my butt. Jim, am I, am I, I, is your phone turning off on that game? Uh, probably. I, I just I, – part of me was hopeful that they were going to put – I mean, not that you were ever going to put Tom Brady versus the Dallas Cowboys not on Monday night. Part of me was hoping it would have ended up on Saturday because I have a hockey game to go to, so I would have had an excuse to miss it. Um, but anyway, let's start Saturday at 4.30 Eastern time on Fox. It is the seven-seed Seattle Seahawks. They are 9-8, and eight, traveling to the number two-seed San Francisco 49ers, who are 13-4 and four, and a 10-point – uh, home favorite 43 is your over under on this one ej i'll start with you go ahead uh give me the niners a cover and give me the under all right matt give me the niners to cover but i will take the over on that i will give the the seahawks at least two touchdowns all right kyle um yeah, the Niners are doing all the things. Call me a homer if you want, and F Pete Carroll. Uh, yeah, it's uh, this house is always F Pete Carroll, uh, without question. You uh, want an analysis? I don't care if they're playing a third time. Niners win, next question. Yeah, if yeah. Way, um, if the Packers win that spot, it would still be the same damn answer. Am I right? Uh, the yeah. only team I would have even picked against uh, to, to beat the Niners would have been the Lions, but Detroit. fuck you, Pete Carroll. Fuck you, Seattle, and fuck your 12th man. Um, yeah. Damn. You wouldn't have picked the Lions, though. Let's be honest. I may have just. I be- would have taken the Lions plus 10. I, I may I have. Con- J- the Lions probably been like San Fran minus like eight or something, probably. Just, yeah, I don't think it would have been a 10. Yeah, it right. certainly would have been a 10, 10 point spread. I may have picked the Lions just because I had, uh, I had picked them to make the playoffs. So let's just let that thing ride. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Niners plus, and I'll take the over, um, in this one. I like Devin saying the under, I just don't agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mike has, uh, Seahawks plus the points, but the Niners win in the over. Uh, let's go here to Saturday night, 8:15 Eastern time, NBC and Peacock. It is the five seed chargers. Maybe with Mike Williams, maybe without stupid Chargers. They were ten and seven in the regular season. They traveled to the fourth seed in a place that Kyle will be in Duval covering Duval. a playoff game. How about it? Nine and eight Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the uh, AFC South champions. Uh, this one is uh, is a pick'em. No favorite in this one as of this point. Uh, Forty-seven and a half is your over/under, Kyle. Since you're going to be there. I'll lend You're going to you. do me last? We, oh. we, you want to go you last? All right, Matt, go ahead. Why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so in a pick em, I'm just going to lean towards the home team just because of the way Jacksonville's been playing lately and with some of the uncertainties of what Los Angeles is going to have offensively for Herbert. 
to sling too. Um, so with all that being said, I don't see it being a high scoring affair. So give me Jacksonville and give me the under a slight, slight, slight under. EJ, go ahead. Yeah, some sites have Chargers like minus one and a half too, but my my light place has a pick them as well. Um, give me give me give me the fucking Jaguars here, man. Let's go. I would hope that you pick them. You picked them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, nobody listened to you a month ago, EJ. (laughs) Give me the Jaguars. Jackass. Um, uh, Give me the. (laughs) Shit. You know, give me give me over. I think Trevor lights up this week. Give me over. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Jags. You know, they're they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Um and uh yeah, I I think Peterson has this team believing. So, uh give me the Jags and I will take the over. Kyle, you're going to be in Duval. You know, you it's got? unfortunate that this is the only compelling game other than um the Giants and the Vikings of which we don't have a fan or any representation of any sort anybody in depressed Shut up. or anything. Shut up. And you're all getting it wrong. I tried to tell you people, but you don't listen. How many injuries did the Chargers have? to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. When, when the Jags were hosted in Los Angeles before. Hey, I'm just glad I didn't say San Diego this time. I'm so out of my mind <laughs> with you guys. Are you kidding me? They were down three starting offensive linemen. They were down Keenan Allen. Justin Herbert was limited. I think Mike Williams was hurt in that game, too. Good Christ. Who weren't they missing? Oh, I know. Um, I was about to say Joey Bosa. Yeah, Joey Bosa, right? Oh, wait, he got hurt at the end of the first damn quarter. No wonder the Jags ran away with it. And now they have all those guys back. And you think uh, the team that came out and needed a damn miracle in, in a hit interception or fumble or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a fumble. I know that's the joke, guys. Settle down. But the punchline is this. Ray Sean Jenkins can only come up with so much heroism. And I know I'm already cheesing off EJ and Jim as Cowboy fans because he pulled off heroism there off of Noah uh, Brown, is it? Yeah, Noah Brown. You Cowboys fans, correct me if I'm wrong. But the punchline's this. Yeah, no, it's Noah fucking Brown. (laughs) I didn't realize you knew his middle name. But what I'm getting at is Uh, this. It just actually happened after that game. Uh, It got officially legally changed. Oh, I didn't know you presided in the state of Texas, Jim. Well done. At any rate, the punchline's this. All that goes on, and you're still picking this team when their quarterback obviously still had happy feet, missing a wide-open Zay Jones and a Christian Kirk opening that if it were any wider, well, I don't want to make a joke about anybody's social life and their youth, but the punchline is this. So many points were left on the field, and that defense made it happen, not because they were a great team, because they were playing Josh effing Dobbs and you were all drowning in that Kool-Aid. Now, if I'm wrong, I'll gladly take my lumps next week as I try to book a hotel to stay and participate in the next round of the playoffs. But the punchline is this. I am fully prepared for my season, my second season covering the Jags and Duval to end in an albeit close game, but a loss for the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. Breathe. Take a drink. Jaguars by 10. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that. <laughs> All right. We go. Uh, let's see. Mike says, with or without him, give me the Jags in the over. I w- that's with or without Williams. Um, keep the oh, Kyle hype me. train alive. Uh, Devin has the Chargers and uh, and the over. Uh, all right. Let's go to and but Kyle is gone. He, he's dead. He's gone. Well, 
It's nice knowing you. Broke him. <laughs> broke him. He we broke him. Finally broke him. He himself. broke it. I was say he broke himself. I think. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's look Sunday. The number seven seed Dolphins. They are nine and eight at the two seed Bills, who are thirteen and three. Nine and a half point home favorite. Forty six is your over under. One o'clock. This one CBS and Paramount Plus. EJ, we'll start with you. Uh, this is tough because it, I mean, no, it's look. not. No, it's not. Stop it's it. not. Stop it. It is not. Make this here. quick and easy. Look at no, those no, points. No, 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 no. Give me the because... Bills minus nineteen and a half. No, if Tua plays this game, <laughs> he's, he's not. not. He's not playing this game. It's a, there's a chance he might play this game. I must zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. Zero. Yeah, zero. Okay. Um, zero point zero. There it is. Thank you. Um. Yeah, give me Buffalo. Even if he does, though. the guy hasn't played football in a month. The, the Bills are going to eat him alive. <laughs> right. Matt, do this as we're supposed to. Bills, Dolphins. Give me Buffalo. It's... Give me Buffalo on the, uh, to, to cover and give me the under. Give me Buffalo to cover. I would take Buffalo minus 21. That's how bad this is going to be. You're telling me the team that needed a <laughs> last-second field goal to beat Flaccid Flacco and the Jets <laughs> To limp into this playoffs is going to hang within nine and a half points of the Buffalo Bills hey, that's who are still fighting the momentum. And EJ, you you were banging the drum all year. Home field, home field for Buffalo, home field for Buffalo is the difference. No, no, no. And they have we, home she, field in this no, game, and you're no, saying no, no, the Dolphins are going to hang? Jim, Jim, we're not arguing about whether or not it, Buffalo wins the game or loses the game. I'm talking about the points here. Like, with don't two, matter. Look at, look don't matter. It no, don't matter. A healthy two of that team is not hanging within because Tyreek Hill's also hobbled a bit too. Give me the Bills. Give me the over because the Bills are going to score 49 themselves. <laughs> no, I'm going to go Bills plus the nine and a half. I will take the under because the Dolphins may not score a point uh, after what I saw them do this oh, yeah. past week. Thompson's the quarterback, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, Devin. I, I don't mean to break your heart. I think you're well aware that the Dolphins are going to live have a short-lived Devin, playoff. If, if you pick the, the the Dolphins, I won't hold that against you. I get it. Yeah, it, it, that's fine. I'm 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 an idiot, and I I, I pick uh, the Cowboys, and when I shouldn't pick them, and, and a lot more such... passionate than EJ is about his alleged <laughs> Giants, who he just raked on for an entire Allegedly. season and wanted to named Dayball as coach of the year and tells us to be careful what you wish for with the Danny Dimes extension. Like anyone is. Yeah. Afraid yeah. Of no, that. I'm, I, I will. Uh, I'm shaking in my boots over, over that potential extension, but yeah, bills plus, uh, and, uh, and the under, all right, let's go to EJ's favorite team. Allegedly, uh, the number six seed <laughs> giants who are nine, seven and one. That's right. Washington. Jackasses no, taking on the uh, they're traveling to the number three seed Vikings who are thirteen and four a three point home favorite forty eight and a half is your over under uh, four thirty Eastern time on Fox Matt we'll start with you it's tough we're, we're right on that cusp of prime time so if close so, if, if the Giants... ho hopefully the Vikings load up on points early because. I was the Giants can hang close for that witching hour quarters by halftime, then then Flacco could lose it all. Um, and with it being only a three point spread, I think that everyone is kind of in agreement with with what coupons has in store for this game if it, it is close after halftime. Um, so I definitely want to take the over because I think that these two teams will at least put points on the board. Um, and I could see at least one defensive touchdown coming for the G men as well. But Give me, unfortunately, coupons lives to see another day. Give me the Vikings minus three. 
Uh, <laughs> Matt loves that thing. Mike. Yeah. Uh, Wait to listen to that all. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, hopefully it's a low-scoring game. Mike had uh, previously in the last game, he had the Bills uh, by 20. doesn't 20- matter if it is, Jim. Kick off one out of the end zone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just all day. Uh, Mike had Bills by 24 in the over. Devin says one and done by Miami. All right, so he doesn't have any uh, false illusions on this one. That's good. Um, uh, I'll give my pick, EJ. I'll lend it to you and your uh, your favorite Allegedly. team. Allegedly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, give me, give me the Vikings plus the three. Um, and it's sad that I have to question. Was it – Dalvin Cook got banged up late in that game on I was Sunday. Say that. He came back to the game though, but uh, under under this game's gonna suck. But I'll go Vikings. Uh <laughs> if you think I'm picking the Giants, you're out of your freaking mind. Uh EJ, go ahead. I'm gonna go full homer here. Give me a Giants. Fuck it. <laughs> you loser. Giants. <laughs> go full homer. Hey. You know what? Let it happen. Yeah. That'll just You're a loser. solidify the Let's legend. That that's time. right. That's right. We want to make sure he gets locked up. We want to make sure. Giants with, no, look. I, 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 give I, me the I, Giants, I do, too. No, really? No. If, if you ask no. me, <laughs> who I, what the, Minnesota wins this game slightly. Slightly cover. Um, But fuck it. Give me, give me under this game, too. All right. Uh, Mike has given me Kirk Coupons. The Vikings and the over. Devin has the Vikings and the over as well. Uh, we close out Sunday. The number six seed Ravens. They are ten and seven, uh, traveling to the number three seed Cincinnati Bengals, who are twelve and four. A seven point home favorite. Forty two is your over under uh, on this one. Uh, eight. I feel o'clock. like we saw this recently, didn't we? Uh, yeah, just a couple weeks ago or <laughs> this past week. Uh, Eight fifteen Eastern Time. NBC and Peacock. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. So we Lamar Jackson's most likely playing this game, right? That's what it sounds like, right? I guess. I've heard like he's, he's like it's likely leaning towards playing. That's I've, I've heard. Let's see. Let me see if I can find the latest report on him. Uh this was the latest report on him was from Saturday, and it was uh, that they are no one truly knows if Lamar Jackson will return for the wild card round. That's what I heard is that Lamar Jones. They're optimistic, a but a twist. but they don't. Uh... Okay, here's bottom line. Since he wins, regardless, he plays. If Lamar plays, they cover the seven points. They'll, they'll keep it close. If Lamar doesn't play, since he covers the seven. Well, since he wins this game anyway. Um, but give me um, give me a sl- shit. Don't even say it because it's not going to be a slight over. It's going to be well over 42. If you are a betting person, hammer that over this weekend. With Lamar Jackson playing or without Lamar? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Okay. Do what Matt says. over. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything, any reports from practice yet this week. Um, If you're seeing anything different. um, But, yeah, I'm not seeing any, any reports from practice as of yet. Should he play, you think, guys? Should he? If he's Based healthy enough to play, I'm you... Lamar Jackson, I'm not. Yeah, actually, that, that franchise has done nothing to support me. You want me to come and boost you along <laughs> the finish line? Ah, give yeah. me my money. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Lamar, fight. I'm showing up at that game and I'm slipping on the on the concrete going into that game. Oh, God, especially sorry. after they uh, paid Roquan Smith what they paid him. Sorry, guys, tweak my knee come. coming into the stadium tonight. I think I have to sit. Um, and I wouldn't blame him either. Yeah, for for that organization to to not commit to him the way they have that is uh, is pretty freaking gross. But Matt, go ahead, your pick for the game. 
Yeah, give me the Bengals. Um, even if Lamar plays, I think it's still probably a 10-point game just because it's been so long since he's been in. It's There's still going to be some rust, similar to what we're saying, if Tua were to actually play for the Dolphins. So um, I'll take the, the Bengals to cover, and I will take the over. Yeah, I got the Bengals covering here. I don't think it matters if Lamar plays. Uh, it's been too long. I don't think he will play. I don't think he should play. But uh, even if he does, he's been out for well over a month. Um, and I think it's going to be too hard to find that rhythm against um, against this Bengals team. And let's be honest, they're not they're not a quarterback led team. So right. like you're you're asking a run game to do things against a defense that's too good. Um, and, and if you're asking Lamar to do stuff with his legs coming off a, a long knee injury that were, you know, a couple days away from the game, um, he's not going to be effective in the way that, that he normally would be. So, yeah, I, I just don't see it happening here. So give me the Bengals plus um, and I will take I think I yeah, I think I'm going to agree with Matt. I think you got to hammer the over here a bit. Um, Devin has the Bengals in the over. Uh, Mike says flip, flip a coin, bitch. Uh, Joey Berth, Bengals, and uh, in the over. Um, oh, he said uh, Ocho Senko is going to pay any fines for the coin flip celebration. That's awesome. Uh, all right, then we close out Wild Card Weekend. It is the number five seed Dallas Cowboys, who are twelve and five, and a two and a half point road favorite at number four Tampa Bay, who is eight and nine. Uh, four forty five and a half is your over under Monday night, eight fifteen Eastern Time. ABC, ESPN, the Manning cast on ESPN too, of course, ESPN Plus as well. Um, EJ, go ahead. Unlike you, I'll have faith in your boys. You and Dallas win this game outright. Um, shit, give me, give me the under this game. Tampa, Tampa's not good. I mean, I, I get the fear of oh Brady's and that, and I mean, look, Tampa might keep, keep might be in that game because of the defense. Listen to but, you, but it, mocking but, but, Brady. Wow, I hope Tom's <laughs> not listening. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, look, uh -oh. Dallas on Sunday looked like shit. <laughs> I mean, get out of the way, look like shit, whatever. Dallas top end, the top two or three teams in the, in the NFC. That's the top end. And I think they'll they'll be closer to that than what they were on Sunday against Washington. Give me Dallas in this game. Tampa's not good. They haven't been good, good all year long. Yeah. Why, right. why Why would it just turn around now out of nowhere? Because they're playing they the Cowboys. Carolina, to be honest, two weeks ago. They're That's playing the Cowboys. Perfect. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. It, it is Tom Brady in the playoffs, EJ. And let's but not the, forget the, the problem lore. Is but their problem is idol and your hero and your favorite true, player but, of all time. But Brady is bigger than Brady. The problem is it's beyond Brady. It's it's a bad old line and it's it's Brady in the playoffs. Give me the Cowboys. <sighs> Wait, are you doing the thing like you did when you picked Michigan the other week? Yes, he know, is. Jim. You motherfucker. <laughs> what an the Cowboys Joe Buck yourself. Give me the under on that one too. I don't see a high scoring affair. <sighs> Yeah, man. Good God. Uh, if there's a, not a more Jekyll and Hyde team, and I, I don't know what it is. Um, here's what I'll say. If, if the Cowboys are going to win this game, it's because their pass rush is going to um, overpower a bad and, and banged up Tampa Bay offensive line. Can't touch Tom in the playoffs, though. That's Jim. true. That's true. You got to make – you have about a, a six inch window right in the middle of it, right in the middle of his chest that you, you can gotta hit. give him a light shove and hope. If you go too high, it's a headshot. If you go too low, it's a shot at the legs. Um, but really, I mean that to me, that's 
That and Dak Prescott not fucking up is is the two keys to the Cowboys. Uh, the first one I can kind of count on because uh, you should have Vander Esch back, Mika Parsons, as long as he's not being like held or tackled on every play by the offensive line, uh, should be able to get at Brady. Um, but I don't have faith in the second part of that equation. I don't have faith that Dak Prescott isn't going to screw this up. I don't have faith that Kellen Moore is not going to screw this up and that Mike McCarthy is going to have this team ready to go. Um, so I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover and to win this game. I fully expect a Cowboys loss, and then you're going to have all the questions in the world. Was Jerry lying about Mike McCarthy's job? Uh, you know, what's next for this team? I mean – the, the stories write themselves because they're written every year, the, the day after a Cowboys playoff game, and I think that's what you're looking at on Tuesday morning, um, and that, that's why you put this game on uh, on Sunday on Monday night. Uh, so give me Tampa, and yeah, I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be the under. Uh, Mike has Cowboys in the under. Devin has Cowboys in the under uh, as well. Um, before we get to our locks, actually, before we get to the power rankings. Uh, let's take a look at the playoff bracket. Um, obviously, we ran down the teams that are playing this weekend. Uh, Chiefs with the bye is the one seed in the AFC. Eagles with the bye as the one seed in the NFC. Uh, guys, what is sitting here today, your Super Bowl prediction? Uh, who will be playing in the big game on uh, February the 12th? EJ, well, who you got? So my preseason prediction initially was Buffalo and the Rams. Obviously, that one one end of that fucking <laughs> fell apart, obviously. Um, if we're going based on how I feel right now, mm-hmm. I'm going Cincinnati and I'm going San Francisco. It's rematch of Super Bowl 24. All right, Matt, how about you? Oh, 20, 23, sorry, 23. Nope, you already said it and you were wrong. Oh, 24 is <laughs> Way to go, dummy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Um, give me the Bills to make it from the AFC, and then I'm I'm a homer like Devin. Give me the birds. There you go, Kyle. Sitting here today, what is your Super Bowl prediction? You know, it's hard for me to shy away from the Bills at this point, mostly because of the path they're going to take. I don't know what it is. Um, I you know I love Joey Burr as much as the next guy, but I don't know that he gets past. Um, the table-breaking, cold surroundings of the former Ralph Wilson Stadium. And um, whoever they're facing on the other side, um, it'll probably be the Chiefs. You know, I'll I'll say this. If the Chiefs beat the Bills again, I ain't mad at it, but I'm still picking the Bills just because I always shy from, you know, kind of repeat scenarios. It is what it is. Um, For my money at this point, because of the path I see them going on, Neither of the teams, and this is kind of like last year, gentlemen, at this point, I said if that the Niners would uh, come across the pack and the Cowboys back-to-back, they would get to the NFC Championship. Lo and behold, they did. I even throttled back for a minute when I thought Debo Samuel would get hurt, and I was still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we see the same damn scenario, and I think, uh, you know, um, Matt will see uh, a, a finally a tough game on the schedule because certainly the oh, Eagles won't win in the playoffs sakes. either. Joe, buck yourself. <laughs> no, but joking aside, man, like, uh, no, uh, objectively, the Eagles have a very simple road upcoming. Like, we can bitch about Tom Brady and, 
and the car and the Cowboys possibly firing McCarthy, even with an away playoff loss. At the end of the day, they're just deciding who's going to play the 49ers. I think we could agree with that, right? So, yeah, I got I got Bills Niners um, at the end of the day. Are we asking for winners or predictions as well? Are we uh, just who's up? getting to the game? Yeah, and so I have at this point, you know, um, it figures I actually side with Niner fan EJ and his dumbass walks away. <laughs> but um, you know, I had to step out too. It is what it is. But he has to once, recharge the battery on the uh, security van. Oh well, oh gosh, I couldn't tell. It, maybe the window wasn't broken. Maybe it's like a sliding panel. It's not a bug. It's a damn feature. Oh. Yes. No, oh, man. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I can go on and on. At the end of the day, I think we're all at least partially confident of the concept that the Bills and the Niners are a thing. Um, man, I like, I like the Bengals right now. I think they're, I think they're playing, uh, with a chip on their shoulder. I think, you know, all things considered, I think they weren't very happy with whatever that weird coin flip situ- scenario would have been. Um, had they lost to Baltimore and they're kind of using that to galvanize themselves. Uh, so a talented team, uh, that came up short last year that has, you know, that still feels they have a lot to prove. I think that's like matchup there, but that uh, the bill, the Bengals are awesome. Let me be clear. I'm not crapping. No, 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 that's fine. I mean, I think going into Buffalo, that's what you have to end up doing at some point is, uh, is a very hard play. Um, but I've had my questions. Mikey Byrne then for you. <laughs> I've had my questions about this Buffalo team throughout the season, and I've been vocal about it. So maybe that lends itself a little bit into that. Um, and uh, and and the Bengals, they apparently just know how to beat the Chiefs if and when they have to play them. Um, so give me the Bengals out of the AFC. And as I said to my boss uh, today at work, who is a big Eagles fan. I said, if you if you continue to talk about why the Eagles will make it to the Super Bowl, um, there's no possible chance that the sports gods will like turn that on its side and do that like reverse jinx thing. So give me the Eagles out of the NFC, right? Um, but uh, Devin has uh, the Eagles versus the Bills. Mike has his Bengals uh, taking on uh, the Eagles as well. All right, Len, let's get to this uh, as we do. You don't think the playoffs are going to stop it, right? It is the uh, the postseason version of Tool Time. It is the uh, it is the power rankings segment each week as we. No, it doesn't matter now. It's, just, it's all as we power away. EJ, uh, you will rank the teams that are still in play. So we have fourteen teams uh, on the rankings this week. So uh, for the podcast listener, uh, read them off. The viewer obviously can see them. All right, for fourteen, we got the Seahawks. Thirteen Buccaneers. Twelve Dolphins. Eleven Giants. Ten Vikings. Nine Jaguars. Eight Ravens. Seven Cowboys. Too high. Six Chargers. <laughs> Six Chargers, um, five Eagles, four Bills, three Chiefs, two <clears throat> Bengals, one Niners. I told Jim last night that this was tough because why are the Dolphins so high? Thank you. Okay, again, so okay, whatever. <laughs> Skyler Thompson, bitch. Next. I think I think two is playing on some. On, on, He's uh, there's no way, dude. I think he's playing. There's no way. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll stop. Hey, right I wouldn't there. say no, no way, but. 
let's you're making that assumption you've made that present cool if skylar thompson's playing they're 14 right? absolutely without question thank you move on he's okay yeah, okay. yeah. uh if lamar's playing they may, may be higher than the cowboys maybe i mean i mean put it this way I, under, I understand anything about Tua's availability at this point we're sitting we here on know. tuesday is speculation uh, yesterday, he had not been cleared for any football activity. So, yeah, till Friday, it's it's it's, it's certainly not looking promising. It's tough, and that's a tough part of. T- but listen, for all the stuff that EJ has gotten wrong on this list, that ain't the one I'm going to focus on. He talked his way out of that. That's fair. I mean, if two is playing, I guess you move them a little bit. But sure. Which is all we, he did. We now, did. I don't know about the Bucks over the Seahawks, but again, I'm not going to fight with him. He's trying to avoid fighting with Tom. He loves fighting with me, so it's all good. You did scoff at Tom while you were off the screen. We, we did. You missed that. We didn't do rankings last week either because of uh, the situation, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles have already fell on my top three last week because of how they played. Right. I, um, I don't think so, anybody's arguing with the, Bing, uh, with the Eagles falling. That's not right. the NFC mistake you've grossly made. Here. But even the winning as the Giants on the Sunday was a little concerning. Fair. It was a preseason game. They treated it as such. The Giants sure did. Both of them did. But well, right. But the, the Giants started more backups, I guess, not to try to outdo you. The, but the, the, the Giants had literally what they had like no none of the stars played, none of them, including on the defense. And they were all literally onside. They, they were literally an onside kick away and, from actually. And they were trying to get Jalen Hurts some reps. Like I mean. He didn't try a single run within the the ten yard line, so it was a very vanilla offense. And I think the injury also is a little concerning, too, as well. Like obviously, he's still hurt. So, but for all the trash I'm talking, EJ, I'd like to say this: I absolutely adore you putting the Vikings as low as you did. Yeah, that is fantastic. <laughs> and by the I mean, way, I, I I think the only thing I'm not going to fight with you. You're not a Giants fan, so you're not offended. I'm saying uh, shut up. But you screwed up. Well, if you were a Giants fan, you'd be smart enough to put them ahead of the Vikings here. You effed up, Chief. Oh, you didn't pick the game. Did you they win the game? Sorry, what? Are they beating the Vikings this weekend? Oh, you mean a game a few weeks ago that was only a field goal difference? Yeah, good call, jackass. No. No, no. You did pick them to win no. last time. I did pick the Giants last. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought That's you were saying. That's what I'm saying. Giants. Yeah. Okay. And I'm picking them again. Next question. Okay. Cool. Love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. If you were a Giants fan, that would excite you. But it doesn't because you're not. Moving on. <laughs> so is that is that where he screwed up in the NFC? Is that your? <clears throat> no. No. And it's not the Cowboys <laughs> the either. Cow- oh, shit. The, Cowboys, the Giants. The Cowboys are too high. The, the Cowboys, Cowboys are too high. Too high. Like, I think. No, I'm going to say this. And, and, and I know EG's going to disagree, obviously. But he can be wrong again. That's cool. The Cowboys should be at this point um, 10. The Vikings 11. I have the Cowboys at 10. Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. So there's, see, smart minds agreeing, right? Um, I'm an objective Cowboys fan, EJ. You're an optimist. You're an optimistic Cowboys fan. (laughs) I would flop. I would flop Dolphins and Seahawks because I don't think two was playing. Respectfully. Okay. Then yeah, I um, would do that if he wasn't playing. Obviously. The Jags at nine's intriguing. I'll let it slide, but if I put it, one of your friends would be texting you to tell me I'm a homer. Shouts to Zach. Oh, the degenerate. Uh, <laughs> correct. I'll send a message. I'm doing podcast um, in twenty minutes. So, <laughs> the Ravens are tough because we honestly don't know. This isn't a concussion situation. Like L. Jack could roll his butt out there, and I think the eight is a good kind of split point. Now here's a question: If 
Lamar doesn't play. Like let's let's say in the next couple of days, because again, if you're if you're not watching us live, if you're catching us later in the week, we record this on Tuesdays. Right. Um, if Lamar is declared inactive, where would you put the Ravens? EJ? Okay, well let's start here. Let's start here. So we got it would be 12, 13, 14 would be um Miami. Seahawks, Bucks, Miami at 14. Mm-hmm. Because Skylar Thompson's playing. No offense, EJ. Um, I'll take it. I, I would if if the Ravens were not playing the Jags, um, or sorry, if the Ravens were not playing L Jack, the Jags would be at eight. The Raven, I would only put them down one spot, mostly because yeah, the I put them down play. near the bottom if the if if Lamar is out. Huntley is still a pretty good backup. Y'all are forgetting that. He hasn't looked great down this stretch, Kyle. He's also been hurt. That's the problem. He's also been injured. Okay, so where's he at? That we don't know. And see, that's the thing. There's so much mystery here, we don't have a really good handle on it. I mean, that's the punchline, right? At my mo- for, um, for my money there, that's that's kind of where I'm putting it. And, and if you want to bash me putting the Ravens that high, cool. It's all because there's literal uncertainty. It's, it's not like a concussion or anything like that. Both guys could be closer to up to speed and really with the Ravens hell you never know they they've gotten as many wins as they have but you're surprised they do with all the leads you hear about them blowing right which again Ravens easily the most confusing crew on this group Cowboys should not be on the left side of the screen no. here at number no. seven and they're not even they're at 10 but cool fine whatever um I like the Chargers at six I like the Eagles at five the Bills at four, put the fucking pipe down. The Niners at one, are you out of your fucking gourd? This is the team you allegedly hate. No, no, no. Allegedly. Okay, now there are four teams on this list that are going to be Super Bowl caliber. Three of them are AFC teams. Three of them are in your top four. And they should be one, two, and three with the Niners at four. But with Brock fucking Purdy at quarterback, how in the hell is this a number one team? Full stop. You're wrong. Oh, wait, wait. You're a Scrubs fan? Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> he ain't lying. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, would you what, what, anything on this list? Um. Yeah, again, the Dolphins... Um, I I probably don't have the Cowboys at 10, maybe at 9, but I would have the Ravens lower just because I don't think Lamar is playing either. Um, and I, I would have the – I would actually swap the Bengals and Chiefs, and I would swap the Bills and the Niners and have that be my top four. Okay. okay. So Bills won. It's almost as if he nailed it. So Bills won, you're saying? Bills one, Chiefs two, Bengals three. If you put the Bengals at one, I ain't mad at you. If you put the Chiefs at one, I'd wonder, but I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Chiefs have I'm... had some some close games down the stretch too. Granted, they beat the the ragtag team of whatever Raiders were available <laughs> to play last weekend, but prior to that, they they were not closing out the teams like you would want to see a, a one team do, similar to what the Eagles were doing. I mean, who's been closing out teams as you'd like this year? Honestly, 
Who's done that? Yeah, not not a lot, not a lot of teams. Yeah, I, I think I'm not doing that to talk shit on your point, Matt. Because I know, but it, the the struggles for the Chiefs were against the Broncos, who were in the bottom five, and the Texans. Oh, the Denver right. Broncos. And it is a division game, so I get it. But at the same time, you're the Chiefs, and the Broncos are trying to be put out to pasture, and you're just not. As he they said before, oh, the Denver Broncos. Mike, uh, M- Mike, and EJ on on similar islands here. He's Niners one, Bengals two, Chiefs three, Bills four, oh, Eagles right. five, Chargers six, Jags seven, Cowboys eight, Giants nine, Vikings ten, Ravens eleven, Seahawks twelve, Bucks thirteen, and uh, Dolphins fourteen. So EJ, I'm assuming at this point that every other game that you have for the rest of the playoffs that features the 49ers, which there'll be a few of them based on your prediction here. Are going to, you're going to take the under. Most likely, yes. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, uh, when, when Niners games or just games in general? Niners games, yes. So they play in Seattle this weekend, and then if they beat Seattle, they'll probably play the winner of. That's my prediction. I'll I put have, it I'll, this way. A team, a team. They would with, play the higher seeded team. Minnesota in the second round, based on my prediction. Who would play? Wait, 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 wait. The Niners? If. Yeah. If okay, so as the because the NFL reseeds, yeah. So the Eagles will play the lowest seeded team next week. The, be, ni- the, the Niners, assuming they win, which in Eagles or uh, in EJ's predictions, or it could be the Giants too, not for nothing. So because you had you had the Vikings winning and you had the Cowboys winning, so the Niners would play the Vikings next week, right? So you had under. you would have the Niners winning in the under next week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they would move on. Cowboys, Eagles, and your picks, EJ, you would pick? Would, would you pick your I, Cowboys or would I you? Ha- I have to see. Honestly, I have to see how Dallas looks this weekend. All right. Well, we're, we're making you make the predictions now Stop for the sake okay. of our But if you're playing the night, <sighs> you're taking the under, right? So, okay. So I'll NFC Championship. I'll, I'll, I'll take Philly. I'll take Philly. Okay. So NFC Championship, Cowboys or Eagles versus the Niners. Are you taking the under? Because that's Kyle's question. Okay, then yes. you know what? That's the only thing that's you managed to weasel your way out of making infinitesimal sense. But that's been my of, point the entire of, fucking I'm season. Props oh, good and, and I appreciate for that. you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. At some point in, in this late in the year, a quarterback has to make a goddamn play. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy won't do it, but it's not to the point where you would put him at number one. At some point, I mean, the is the bu- the bubble's gonna burst at some point, right? Like this magic, like this magic run. You would think it's gonna and burst, and maybe it'll be like Joe Flacco, and it won't be till after the playoffs are over. <laughs> right? Okay? We'll be talking the off season. Uh, the off season dialogue will be: Is Brock Purdy elite? You know, we remember that conversation is he from, from Joe five. Flacco, five right? Next year, <laughs> that that'll be the discussion all off season: Is Brock Purdy elite? And that. You know, Don't like me the top five discussion, buddy. Don't tempt me. For sure. For sure. Um, you or G are that dumb to put Brock. G would do that. G would do that, buddy. <laughs> not on me. That's G. That's definitely G Stelio. W-S-E-W-L-I-O. All right, gentlemen. Let's uh, let's go to our locks. You better lock it up. For the weekend. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. As we do each and every week, we look at our guarantees for the upcoming weekend. And, uh, I mean... At this point, I mean, football, as sad as it is, I know, sad, it's a, it's that depressing time of the year. 
the number of NFL football games is running out. The XFL on the horizon. The USFL on the horizon. But um, so I guess if you don't want to make your locks about football, you don't have to. I'm not setting those parameters. But we look at guarantees uh, for the upcoming weekend. So, EJ, we'll start with you. What is your lock for the weekend? That two of place. Don't joke. Don't joke. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, my lock is, I'm going to say it. The Cowboys do it. Oh, God damn My McCarthy, my McCarthy fucking saves his job. Hey, fuck <laughs> you, buddy. Oh, sorry. Wrong button. Lock it up. No, it wasn't. <laughs> You're right. They're not even close to each other. Do you other. know this guy? <laughs> uh, have, hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? Um, Matt, what is your lock for the weekend? Let's make it two in a row. We them boys. Oh, win. my God. Is he? Hey, hey. Mark Joe that. Buck yourself. 147.20. He, uh, Jim, there's some damn uh, blackmail for you. Lock it up. All right, Kyle, what is your lock for the weekend? Nothing quite that ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, boy. Ridiculous. I, I uh, You floored me, guys. What can I tell you? Um, Bunch of jerks. This week, I'm going to set the over-under for, golly, it would have been better if the Lions were in being mentioned on the actual broadcast for NFC playoff games. At three and a half, and it hits the over. Oh, I'd hammer that over. Lock it up. Sure. That, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, man, uh, this Seattle game is going to be so bad that we were all wishing it would be the Lions uh, in that game. But um, figure this out: the Vikings game is going to be the most interesting in the NFC this week. <laughs> um. Uh, man, uh, I forgot to write one down, so I'm going to make this one up on the fly. Um, I'm going to use the number that Matt used when we were discussing this game, and EJ was waffling around what was going to happen in the Bills-Dolphins game. Matt said 19 and a half, because the number is 9 and a half. So lock it up. The Bills will win by 19 or a 20 or more over Miami this weekend. Lock it up. Lock it up. <laughs> That's mean. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. Reality sucks sometimes. You know what I'm saying? For, for Devin. Like, well, yeah, for Devin, that sucks. But it's good they made the playoffs. For the Dolphins, that oh, I sucks. I that number out because EJ was waffling that it was a tough decision. Dolphins yeah. plus nine and a half against the Bills. Hey, you know what? You know what EJ's decisions in Florida have in common? <laughs> Easy to fly in flip-flops. Boom! <laughs> Um, all right, Mike had uh, Joe Joey Burr sticks the sword through the Ravens organization. Um, and yeah, he did uh, plug your award show tomorrow on the uh, Student of the Game podcast. Make sure you listen to that. Kyle, why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them where they can hear that Student of the Game podcast? Honor, joy, and privilege, Big Jim, and my fellow compatriots whom I enjoy doing a show with on a regular basis. And hey, listen, I'm in talks with the Orlando Guardians, so some of us will be coping by way of the XFL. That's a whole other question, gentlemen. But of course, I am Kyle Nassar, student of the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same. The SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the student of the game. Check out my writings with the Black and Gold Banneret. Also podcasting with the Black and Gold Banneret. Talking men's and women's basketball right now and football when it's in season. I am covering the Hula Bowl for the Black and Gold Banneret. Had a very interesting conversation with NFL-bound 
UCF safety, Devon Wilson. So that was a fun time. Check that out. Uh, upcoming on the Black and Gold Banneret. Also, the three-point conversion in A7B in sports, who I will be in the house Saturday night covering the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, by the way, did a spot with our friend DJ, General Mike Patton. On I the saw. I saw Instagram. Listen. Say what you will. I know that Mike is much more serious and with it and has his stuff together, and I'm a lot more of a loose cannon. Still a great damn show. I'm saying. Um, shouts to the general. Always great support for what I do with the student of the game. Hey, by the way, that podcast, bing, the student of the game, where our own five for fighting. Mikey Byrne will be in. That bing was for his pod, not mine. Uh, <laughs> but he'll take a break talking hockey to bring in some quality numbers to back some end of season awards like you did the midseason although there was instance great merchandising there ej i love how he froze up merchandising merchandising like you missed it because you froze up you were sipping and it was prominent my logo thank you for that ej proof that you enjoy every bit of abuse that i give you no (laughs) 10 years and counting (laughs) shut up seven five but right (laughs) but um yeah so check out the Student Game Podcast, end of season awards, and, you know, just talking general chicanery. I will make more official my picks. I know I said some things. I know I broke down in length the Jacksonville Jaguars faking, uh, facing the Chargers, but I will be talking a lot more about the Bengals upcoming with Mikey Byrne as well. And, of course, Madman Mark Mancini. I'm sure he'll celebrate his red tails, sorry, commanders, while also bringing up uh, the Eagles as well. Because he is on the Liberty Bell Schmack Show there in Philly as well. Um, so look out for that on the next episode of the Student of the Game. All right, oh. Matt. Oh. Class dismissed. There you go. Matt, plug away. And you can find me across all platforms at Teaching to the Choir. You can hear me on Thursdays on the Three Count Thursday podcast and Tuesdays on the 3CT podcast. Starting in mid to late February, you will hear the pitch coming from me as my contribution to the Huddle Up Network, where I'll be talking all things MLB, MLS, and Premier League with a heavy focus on Phillies Union and West Ham, of course, but we'll be touching base on big news that happened across all three of those leagues and maybe some Liga MX as well. We will see. All right, good stuff. EJ, let them know. All right, Earth Speaker Podcast. Of course, all podcast catchers are back. We have a two-week layoff. We're going to be bringing um, Kyle to be on the show tomorrow. We're going to talk through our like end-of-season stuff, all that good stuff. Um, Earth Speaker on Filter Podcast, too. We're going to do that daily, doing, having fun with that one. Um, Dustin got, well, I have two NBA shows now. First off, weekly uh, N1. Which we're yeah, like Mike here. Uh, Huddle Up Incorporated. Huddle incorporated, right. Uh, N1 on this feed, dropping tomorrow morning, right, Jim? Yeah, I'll get that. Um, I'll get that uploaded. That'll drop. Uh, yeah, that'll drop sometime tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be in the morning, but definitely. It's my week. It's my weekly uh, NBA. You know, like five observations, things I've seen in the league. Very short and sweet. Very nice, efficient, all that. But my also my other NBA podcast I had last year. We're bringing it back. Season two starts tonight. Actually, dropping it tomorrow morning. Uh, in the paint with my my friends Zach and Chris. That's that's nothing of course. Um, I actually, uh, Jim, went ahead and finally did, did a link tree. So you go on my Twitter page, each person seven, to go to the link link tree. All, finally, all my work. been 84 years. Down. All, yeah, exactly, right? All my work, socials, you name it, podcast, all there. I got a lot of stuff going on there, so just check in there. Um, guys, great pod as always every Tuesday. Looking forward to it. I'm sad to see this ending soon, but, you know. 
It is what it is, man. We got about a month left here uh, on the uh, weekly live shows. Uh, we will have an off-season program. Can uh, I say I'm really excited about that, though, Jim? About the off-season shows, though. Yeah, I'm I got a bunch of topics in the can. Obviously, we'll discuss this off-air. If anything you guys right. have to contribute to that, um, so so if, if you listen to this weekly show, don't don't think we're go away. I know we used to, uh, but we did the off-season program last year, and and we're going to do that again this year. So uh, keep up on the feed. Make sure you're subscribed. Because we'll get those uh, those bonus uh, extra content as well. Speaking of that link tree, you can hit the link tree in the Huddle Up Podcast uh, Twitter and Facebook feed uh, at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and you'll find everything through Huddle Up Podcast related. Uh, you can get us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Huddle Up Podcast. Got our merchandise over at Tee Public. Uh, if you support the show, we appreciate that. And, uh, Share the show with somebody you think might enjoy it. We'd encourage them to do the same. Until next week when we uh, look back at uh, the first weekend in the NFL playoffs. Uh, we hope you enjoy uh, the, the action. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.